it feels like a lot some days, but most days when you have a passion for something and you really enjoy doing it and it challenges you, you don't feel that on an everyday basis. Welcome to the Being Better Everyday podcast, where we make your days more peacefully productive while you're juggling all the things. I'm your host, Julie Wenslick, a millennial mom, finance professional, and founder of PW Designs. I know that as a mom, business owner, corporate girly, or a combination of all three like myself, sometimes life can feel like a lot. With the simplicity and systems and being better every day, we create habits and routines that support your life, create calm in the chaos, and put the you back in your everyday. Grab those headphones, put on your shoes, and join me on a walk while we dig in to today's episode. It's 10.30 on a Sunday. That means I am solidly in my work block. Hi, I'm Julie from PW Planners, and we are going to have a conversation. I have my energy. I just got back from a yoga class, and I wanted to give you a look into what it is like to build a business while you have a full-time job, while you're a mom. Now, my house is quiet right now because my family happens to be out of town. I had a huge house project I needed to get done this weekend, so my husband left and went to my mother-in-law's for the weekend. Most Sundays, though, for me, it's a quiet weekend, and that's because my husband helps me build my business a lot on the weekends. So as I mentioned, my name is Julie Wenslick, I am the owner and designer and all the things of P&W Designs. My business started in 2021 as a custom planner business because I had been running side hustles for years before 2021, and I could never find a planner that fit at all. Fast forward two years, and that custom planner has turned into a business that has given me life, that has reignited my love for design in a whole new way. And... I'm so thankful for that. My love for side hustles, and I know that word can be controversial, but my love for side hustles, and the only reason I use that word is because it is on the side. I have a full-time job. I'm a finance professional. But that love started in 2020 or 2016. In 2016, I started doing furniture design. So if you remember the trends in 2016, it was a lot of painted furniture, of taking antiques, making them better. And lo and behold, I also had a knack for it. I spent years in my basement or in my garage because we had a rental at the time and redoing furniture, finding stuff at Goodwill. My husband actually was really great at sourcing furniture. And then I would spend my nights and weekends getting creative, uh, painting, staining, rehabbing, all the things. And then I would list them on Facebook and Craigslist. I did that for probably from 2016 to 2019. And I started to slow down as I did a different side hustle. One of the reasons I walked away from that business was as a mom, I'm physically tired. And that was a very physical business. Plus it took up space and we just don't have a lot of storage room. In 2018, I signed up as a beach body coach. And the primary reason was I loved the programs. I loved working out. I already knew people that were doing it with me. And I figured, why not build an income to help pay off some of our debt, to help uh, give me a little spending money? Because my household income, my primary income as a breadwinner, goes to our living expenses, goes to paying for it all. Uh, my primary income pays for all of our bills, pays for daycare, pays for healthcare, pays for everything. 
And then my husband pays for gas and groceries. So I wanted some extra fun money, as we used to call it. I did Beachbody coaching from 2018 to 2021. I really kind of stepped away at the time I fell into PW Designs because I knew as soon as I started it that this was the thing for me. Now, the reason we're here today is I want to give you a peek behind the curtain of what it actually looks like to build a business on the side. I am somebody who is what we would call an Enneagram 8. I'm also an Enneagram 3. I don't know if you can be both, but I feel like I'm both. And I am a projector in human design. So if you know human design, a projector is somebody who is an expert in all things. Well, not all things, like one specific thing. They have their niche and they can go deep and they see solutions in that niche really easily. For me, I feel like that's systems and time blocking as well as design. I mean, basically P&W designs. I can see solutions to how a planner isn't working for somebody very quickly. I can see the design of something that we're talking about in my head. Now, I don't always have the best way of articulating it, but I can definitely see the solution in my head. Now, as somebody who is a projector on an Enneagram 8, I am extremely efficient. I understand time blocks even though a lot of, in a lot of ways I feel like I have ADHD I haven't been diagnosed but my brain never shuts up I am supposed to technically rest now growing a business and growing you know being a full-time breadwinner there isn't a lot of rest but I do prioritize it on a daily basis so let's get into what it actually looks like well before we do that Let's talk about what I create in a month because I think that'll give you some perspective of why I have to work on the weekends for my business um, and what that actually looks like. Now, obviously, as a design business, we have design work. And that actually, I would say, takes up less of my time than content creation. Content creation is things like this, right? So effective in September, um, and really I'm doing that work in August of 2023 as well, but I will have a blog a YouTube, a podcast, and Instagram, and Pinterest. Now, even saying that out loud, it seems like a lot, and it kind of seems like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> so for those of you who are like, I have no interest in growing a business on the side, I get it. But what that actually looks like. So I create four pieces of Instagram content a week, or I should say I post four pieces of Instagram content a week. I often batch work ahead because my brain works really well with batch working. So I post about four pieces of content a week between carousels and reels. I will have my blog is three times a month. My YouTube is twice a month. My podcast is twice a month. Now my YouTube podcast and blog often are talking about the same thing. So I can mesh them together. I also have a weekly email. Again, that is a repeatable content and process of my YouTube blog and podcast. So I'm not creating 15 million new pieces of content. I'm creating one piece of content in multiple ways, which helps. Now, my Pinterest is the same way. I take my blog and I create 10 pins from that blog as well as video content. So I'm able to show up on Pinterest on a daily basis while using that content or actually like creating the content like once a month. But that gives you kind of a background 
of what it looks like. The only thing I currently outsource in my business is podcast production. So I record and then hand it over to somebody else for podcast production because I had no desire to take that on with everything else I'm doing. At some point, I'd also like to outsource some other content creation tasks, but I firmly believe because my corporate job pays for all of our living expenses and basically lifestyle that anything I outsource has to come from business income. And I don't have necessarily always the capital to do that. I know I'm interrupting this episode, but I promise it's for a good reason. Can you believe we are in the fourth quarter of 2023? That means it's time to get your first ever dated Better Everyday Planner. The fall drop includes the all new Brain Dump Planner Pad, as well as functional and cute stickers to make any planner stand out. So if you want your life as organized as a home edit pantry and as peaceful as a night with the kids staying at grandma's, then head to pwplanners.com shop now. Have questions? Don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm only a DM away. So let's get into what the work blocks actually look like when you are building a business on top of a full-time job. I'm only going to talk about the weekends today. Because I feel like that is where the meat of what I do really happens. So I, I'm i going to start with Friday. On Fridays, you would think you're burnt out, you're tired from the week. And sometimes that definitely happens. But I work my full day, right? Eight to four-ish. And then my family block is from 4 to 7 p.m. 7.30-ish. And then I flip into work mode, usually from 7 to 9.30 or 7.30 to 9.30. There's always going to be some ebb and flows in that. As a mom with a toddler, I love reading her a book at night. So my husband will do, you know, I will clean up the kitchen quick and then go pivot into work mode. My husband will do bath time and then I will do the book and tuck, hugs, kisses, whatever, um, and then go back to work. So there's always that kind of fitting in, but you know, it's five, 10 minutes. Our daughter, thankfully, goes to bed pretty easily. And if she is going to fight it, then my husband takes back over. But I digress. So 7.30 to 9.30 is kind of my work block. And that is usually design work because that is something that I relaxes me. I enjoy it a lot. And so if I have design work that I'm doing, or maybe a blog content, you know, something where I can lay in bed, put on Netflix and kind of veg out with my iPad, which is where I do all of my design work. Then we get into the weekend and those work blocks are pretty consistent. I haven't actually added up the hours, but I would say it's on average, probably almost eight hours of work for my business on the weekends. How that happens is morning block, midday block, evening block. So on Saturdays, I my family sleeps in. I'm lucky. So I do my work block from 6.30 to 8, and I'm usually waking my daughter up and my husband at around 8 a.m., and then I pivot into family time. So I'm cooking breakfast, we go to the farmer's market, all the things in the summertime. In the wintertime, it's, I'm like, I don't know, staying inside, (laughs) going for a walk, who knows? But yeah, so 6.30 to 8 is usually my first work block, that's an hour and a half. Okay, we're going to do some mental math as I talk about this. Then my family blog is, let's say, eight to two, right? So we do some sort of activity. We make whatever that is. Family activity, family time, concentrated, the three of us. We do lunch, and then we get her down for a nap. Now, we will 
quickly pivot into a life where I don't get naps anymore, or at least my daughter doesn't get naps anymore. But I still think we'll do some sort of quiet time just from the reality of trying to do this while also being a mom and and working a full-time job. So then my midday work block is 2 to 4 p.m. My husband often will go do errands and or go golf, and then I will work while she's napping from 2 to 4. Then it's back to family time, 4 to 7, dinner time, you know, that kind of relaxing thing, whatever. And then 7 to 9.30, you'll see some consistency here. My evening hours almost every night is intentional time. If I'm feeling burnt out, I will not do my work block. But if I'm not feeling work out, burnt out and feel like I have the mental capacity, then I'm working from 7.30 to 9.30. So that's Saturday. That is a total of two, two, one and a half, <laughs> five and a half hours. Then we get to Sunday and it's pretty similar except for it actually expands. So that's five hours on Saturday, two hours on Friday. Um, so that's seven hours so far. Sunday, I'm often working at least for an hour in the morning before we do like breakfast and church. It's a little more rushed just because of the whole getting out the door for church. And then when we come back, I actually usually get a work block most of the day. So I will say 11 to four with a pause in there to put away groceries and do lunch. So that is five plus six. That's another at least six hours during Sunday. Now I typically do not work on Sunday nights. That is my me time. That is my one thing for you. That is my rest time. So I'm working, resting, spending time with family from four until whatever time I go to bed. So that is all in probably 12 hours of business work between Friday and Sunday night. My goal is at least 10 hours just because again, it takes work. And if you look at the content list that I create, it's a lot. Now, it feels like a lot some days, but most days when you have a passion for something and you really enjoy doing it and it challenges you, you don't feel that on an everyday basis. So why do I do this? Why do I grow a business on the side while also working a full-time job that fully supports our family? Like I don't quote unquote need the income. It's not about that for me. It's about creating freedom in my space of creativity. I do not have a very creative job. I'm a finance professional and I have been in my job for 10 years, which means I know what I'm doing. I am good at it, but I don't get a lot of time for growth when it comes to actual creative work, right? When you work in a big corporation, they have templates and they have things that you have to follow and you don't actually get to use, what is it, the right side of your brain? So it's creative control. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel challenged. It makes me feel fulfilled. It makes me feel happy. It actually helps reduce my overwhelm, even though you wouldn't think it would. Um, And it makes me feel in control of my financial freedom. I have the ability to generate income on my own when I need to. So if we get in a bind, I know that I have some control of doing that. I know that for some, it could feel completely unattainable and that's okay. I think it depends on your design. It depends on your Enneagram. It depends on your passions. It depends on your energy levels, right? I have to take care of me so that I can do this. The other thing I'll say is that I am a planner person. So keeping on task is essential when you have limited time. 
you need to focus on your business. You need to focus on the business building activities and you can't spend time spinning your wheels. So when it looks like for me, as I have Netflix open, is I have a lot of systems in place in my own planner. Now, most of my planner at this point is digital, but I've designed it, right? It's the same concept as my paper planner, just in digital form. And I have an iPad Pro, so it's a nice like big screen. This is, for example, my content creation list. This is just for Instagram, and that is an outline for the next three weeks. I know what I'm posting, the concept, and what the information is about. I also know the, you know, by the time today will be over, I will have two weeks of content planned out, stored back up in Trello, and as well as Planoly, which I pay for in order to auto post. So I don't forget. I often forget to post during the week otherwise. So I use, you know, my digital planner. I use Trello. I use Planoly. I use Canva constantly. Um, I also have OneNote open for my podcast and blog post links and notes. I use ChatGPT. Like I have a lot of systems in place in order for me to do that. And you need those systems to be able to make those time blocks effective and get the work that I have done in 10 hours. If I didn't have the systems, this wouldn't happen. That'll be a whole nother conversation. And I think when I should have, I'm not going to do it today, but If you don't have the systems, you don't have the to-dos in place, and you don't know how you're going to focus during those times, it's not going to happen. I could easily spend my time spinning my wheels and scrolling through Instagram for real ideas, but that would take up so much more time that I just do not have. Am I the best at any one of these things? No, but I show up messy and I learn and that's okay. Life is messy. Sometimes we all feel like we're failing, but um, I feel forward. I learn, I grow, I have fun doing it, and I'm being better every day. It's the doing this matters to me. Maybe having a side hustle or having a business on the side doesn't matter to you, and that's okay. But make sure that you know what your passions are. Make sure you spend time for it. And those work blocks that I talked about could be for a hobby that you love. It could be for a board that you want to sit on. It could be for anything else that really drives your passion, right? It's about creating intention around those work box. So I hope that this gives you a look behind the curtain into what it's like to have a passion project and a business and be a full-time mom and breadwinner. Thank you. And I hope this gives you a look behind the curtain into what it looks like to have a passion project and business as a full-time working mom and breadwinner. Until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Being Better Everyday podcast. To see any visuals, head over to my YouTube channel. Links, socials, and resources mentioned can always be found in today's show notes. I truly appreciate you leaving a rating and review to help me reach more women looking to build systems to be peacefully productive. If you are looking for more, you can always find me on Instagram at julie.pwdesigns, sharing the behind the scenes of my everyday life as a millennial mom, corporate girly, and small business owner. Until next time, keep on taking one step at a time towards your version of being better every day.